Thank you for being nice to each other. Thank you for welcoming each other. It's kind of complicated to be a welcoming church because it's noisy. It's a, sometimes it's a little messy. It's a little, some, it's a little what people think of it as, as out of order. But I'm just telling you, I think, I think that somehow we have not yet um, plateaued. We have not yet plateaued in the love of God. Okay? Come on, we have, we have got, the love of God is rich and it's deep and it's transforming, it's amazing, it's arresting, it's redirecting, it's compelling. The love of God is amazing and we have not yet plateaued. There is much more to come because the way he wants to walk among us is with lots, lots of love. And, and that's, uh, that's going to take, I believe it's going to take turning our mourning into dancing. How would we become that loving people, turning our, our beauty, our ashes into beauty, changing our mourning, having, having, bringing in the, uh, the joy, turning the grave. The eye died that day. to resurrection life. And so, um, um, if you would, and it is in your best interest to agree with me right now. <laughs> so, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help Pastor Paul go where he's supposed to go and do what he's supposed to do. Nothing more and nothing less in Jesus' name. That's in your best interest, it really is. So, Thank you for agreeing with that. I want that. So um, to quickly touch on a slide I used several, several weeks ago, we don't know. We cannot contain everything that God's going to do. We hear glimpses and pieces, and so expectancy is like a glue that holds it all together. Like God's here, even though I don't exactly know what that means and what exactly what's going to happen next. God's here. I had to learn as I was coming out of a, a very dark and difficult season in my own life and create, made this necklace at this retreat and attached meaning. And so for me, starting at the top, feeding into expectancy, because I had things that were siphoning off expectancy, just kept draining it off, so I, I wasn't able to hold on to it. So understanding, and what understanding is not exactly a head thing. Understanding is a heart thing. And so I say I stand under. My understanding is about putting myself in a position so my primary place is I stand under God and God's plan for my life. I didn't understand it, but I was having to let go of my own plan in a deeper way than I'd ever done before. My own agenda, I was having to let it go and get on to God's. Still working that. Acronyms, like the letters turning into using uh, 
to create a phrase in security, seeing Emmanuel, looking for Emmanuel, which means God with us, from Isaiah 7 and Matthew 1, where it's talking about Jesus coming. Seeing, S-E, Emmanuel, could be I, but it's, I use the E. Cures, C-U-R, cures, iniquity. I, I was always having a sense like there was still corruption in me. Iniquity, corruption in me. Thank you, T-Y, thank you. Love, God is love. Belong, you belong, I belong, we belong, you belong, you belong, you belong, you belong to God in Christ. He wants you, and he takes us the way we are. Purpose, my purest, the, uh, the position. If I'm going to take a position, my position needs to be his position. My purest position is E, Emmanuel. Significance, God wants to use you, God wants to use me. We matter. You matter. Every one of us matters. We're par all part of the body of Christ. Every, every part of the body. You watching online, live stream, you matter to God. And you matter to the body of Christ. We're a one in Christ. The you and I will be assigned to our world if, I-F, if, I, I, and you, if I can, C-A-N, see, used for the seeing eye, see Emmanuel. As I look for him, because Jesus, that's what he did. Jesus, I, what I see my father doing, that's what I do. I'm just telling you, by the grace of God, without getting into an argument, I'm just telling you, wisdom for your job is God. God's your wisdom for your job. Secular places, difficult people, strange family situations, all the stuff that we go through. God, 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 God. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Jesus stands up in the temple early. This is early in his ministry, maybe his first actual sermon in a synagogue, maybe not. But it's the one that's first recorded for us. And he asks for Isaiah's scroll, and he says these words, these powerful, powerful words. He's, he, he starts reading, and he says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. And... Because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. And as he's saying these words, he sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to open prison doors, to declare justice, to declare justice. They don't know what they're hearing, but they've never, there's people in the room. You see people in the background in that, in that painting or drawing or whatever it is. There's people in the background and they've never heard anything like it before. And they are in some trepidation because he's speaking with some authority like they've never heard before. So this great, this great promise, and we have this great promise, and, it's, and, the, and we have an enemy that's trying to rob us of it, and we have flesh, if you can stand it, I hope this makes sense to you. We have, that's, we have flesh in us, flesh in our life, still some worldly ways that are complicit with the enemy in robbing us of this blessing that God wants to give us. This, this, uh, this Isaiah 61 is where the beauty for ashes comes from, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that you and I could be oaks of righteousness, not blown around in the storms of this world, but actually standing up to stuff and then reproducing that righteousness, reproducing the kingdom, reproducing the work of God and seeing the kingdom of God expand in the earth. 
It's like it's it's like it's it's God's answer. God is speaking to a world that's in desperate need and he's given the world a gift. It started with Jesus and then Jesus came alive in you and me and many, many millions of others. And that's a gift to the whole world. I'm giving myself back to you in human flesh again, in the flesh of these people. And I want to, and we're supposed to be the, the visual of beauty has turned into ashes. The visual of, uh, of uh, garments of praise for our spirit of heaviness and, and our mourning has gone. And we're free. We're free. And I believe Holy Spirit, God is saying today, I believe God is saying today, Holy Spirit is saying today, I believe that Jesus is saying today, that's what I paid for. I paid to turn that stuff for you, to change that for you, because when the Bible in the New Testament chronology, Matthew's the beginning of the New Testament, Jesus shows up on the scene in Matthew chapter 1 as the Spirit of God has moved on Mary and she's gotten pregnant. By the Spirit of God, not by a physical act. In Jesus' name. She's betrothed, but she's clean. She's pure. She's made a bunch of great choices. Hallelujah. Make a great choice today. Make a great, make a great choice today. I made bunches of bad choices, but I've made some great choices. Right? I made bad choices. I've lived with the shame of them. Jesus wants to pull you out of the shame. But I'm just telling you, if you have kids, I have kids, I have grandkids. It's not a wrong thing for them to make good choices. It's a good thing. It's correct. There is a blessing. Jesus makes no bad choices ever. How about that? That's pretty cool. Like, how do you not get filled up with yourself and you don't make any bad choices? Like, well that, that's apparently one of the good choices. <laughs> like, to not get filled up in your head, not get all in your head about it, but just, just to understand how much. And Jesus, uh, in the flesh, understood how much he drew life and drew meaning from his Father. And if we can do that, So he shows up and they're betrothed and engaged and then there's going to be, and then, and, then, and then God has a plan for them. Amazing stuff. But it messed up their plans, which turn out to be great for us. And, and I believe they come to love it, but they won't love it. They don't, they're uncomfortable. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, I hope everybody understands what that means. That means that, means that she's, she's still a young woman that's pure, physically, sexually. She was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter uh, 1 talks about that. Then Joseph, her husband, betrothed husband, again, engaged, promised. It's a done deal, but they haven't consummated it yet. They're not actually come together to live and be together yet. Not wanting to make a public example. He can't see a way around it. He's a good man. He's made a bunch of great choices in his life. So he's minded to. The only thing he can come up with is I have, to I have to put her away. I have to stop this. But I don't want to embarrass her. I don't want to humiliate her. 
apparently still had genuine affection for her and respect for God and respect for her family. But with, while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. So apparently he's been thinking about it wherever he was, whatever he was doing, sitting there maybe in a workshop, maybe in bed, maybe at night, maybe si- sitting in a, in a chair or sitting by the water, f- water somewhere, just listening to the waves beat on the water and something, and then he's falling asleep and he has a dream. And the angel says, Joseph, son of David. And, uh, and I just, just like, I'm just telling you, God wants to speak to you and speak to me. And when he speaks to you and speaks to me, he's saying, he's saying some version of uh, Billy Bobby, Sally Susie, Paul, child of God, child of God, born from above, because he wants to call us up into the born from above connection, not how is this going to work out in my brain in the earth, but the born from above connection. He has a heritage. He's a He's a, uh, in the lineage of David, but nobody really cares about that because he lives in Nazareth, and, and in Nazareth they're considered a bunch of barely believers. So, they, th- so the people in Jerusalem often have little respect for the clan outside that are living in those substandard places and, and with uh, not the same connection and everything. Don't be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife. What a powerful word. Don't be afraid. Like, this is impossible. Don't be afraid. It's impossible. Don't be afraid. It's impossible. Don't be afraid. Listen to who's talking, not, not telling me how it works and everything. Isaiah 42, I'll lead the blind by a way they don't know. Believe me, if, if you, it's not a good plan to get it wrong, but it's a great plan to go for God. It's the only plan to go for God. It's the only plan that's actually, I believe, is going to propagate his, his, what he wants to do in the earth is if we can just do it his way. And so I hope it's everybody's goal here to do church God's way. I hope that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to do. And we know that that could, that could be, like, upsetting. Like it was upsetting. Jesus, some of his sermons, some people that were really trying to live God, they got really upset and ticked off with him because they didn't understand how that could be right. Holy Spirit, help us for the glory of Jesus. So that's by the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you, so, and you're going to do your husbandly duty, and you're going to name the child, and you're going to call him Jesus, or Yeshua, or Isha, or Isa, if they were speaking Aramaic, Isa, they were speaking Hebrew, Yeshua. They were speaking English, Jesus. And he will save his people, God's salvation. He will save his people from their sin, from all their sin. You turn mourning into dancing. You turn graves into gardens. He will save the people from their sin. He'll save you from, like, everything. Like, everything. God, I'm... I've just made such a mess. He'll save you from mess. He'll turn your mess into something great. Come on, he'll turn your mess. He'll save their people from their sins. They, I missed the mark. I missed the mark. I look in the mirror and I say, is this what you intended? And he says, join me. You give you to me wholly and completely. Give yourself to me. 
beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, graves to gardens, oaks of righteousness, the planning of the Lord. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophets, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son. This is what we call a miracle. And they shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel, it can be with an I or with an E. Typically, King James did it with an E. New King James did it with an I. Amplified does it with an E, et cetera, et cetera. Many do it with an I. Many do it with an E in the New Testament because of the language translation, different language. And to Emmanuel, which translated, and you know what? It doesn't matter at all what, how that, why they do that. What matters is God with us. Like, like, how much do you have to understand for God to be with you? Like, how much do you have to know? Do you have to know uh, one stitch of Greek? You don't have to know any Greek for God to be with you. You don't have to know any Hebrew for God to be with you. But it's not a bad thing to know. I like it. I'm fine with it. I feel pretty great about it. You know, it could be great things. could help you and inspire you in a lot of things. But you don't have to know. God with us means God with us means God with us. That's the promise. So Jesus shows up on the scene in the Bible. New Testament introduces us to a God who, who comes through Christ, through this miracle. So we understand from the first New Testament story that God does miracles, all kinds of them. That Jesus is birthed in places by a miracle. He's birthed in your heart by a miracle. And that miracle changes everything. That miracle opens the door to God with us. So when you see one of those posters with all the names of God, all of that is Emmanuel distilled down right here. All of that. So Prince of Peace, that's pretty great. That's Emmanuel. That's the Lord, my war cry, the Lord, my banner. That's pretty great. The Lord knows how, when I should fight, when I shouldn't fight, when to go out, when to not go out. The Lord knows everything. And he will lead me. He will guide me. The Lord, my peace. The Lord, the present one with me. The Lord almighty, the Lord, my righteousness. The Lord, my sanctifier. Emmanuel, 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 Emmanuel. I do it all. I'm with you. So, if, if I could just say, be with me, like God's saying, be with me. So, when I, um, so Joseph does his duty, he marries her, I believe he loves her, but it's a radical pivot point, like, like radical meaning, our life just went a direction we didn't see coming. Whatever I thought was coming, it's different. A radical pivot point. Their life. But wouldn't you kind of expect that God with us would mean something like that? I mean, wouldn't you expect that if he comes here to live? It's pretty... There, there's a, it's pretty, pretty sad if that's not what happens. So... Um, a quote from Winston Churchill, okay? Here's a quote, which I don't think he originated, by the way. Those that fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it, okay? I, I want to try and give that to you in a, in a different way, 
In Romans chapter 5, he, he says these words. He said, now tribulation, anybody ever had a trouble? Okay? Tribulation works patience. And patience brings Romans 5, 2, 3, 4, 5. And then patience brings character. Okay? So I've had troubles. Troubles work patience. Patience brings character. Character, um, God with us. The nature of God coming alive in you, coming out, and now you're beginning to become more like him. You actually have changed. I mean, it's one thing we think it's pretty great when somebody says, I received Jesus. But it's kind of, it's kind of not so much when we don't see him change. Like if they're still mean, and they say, I, I prayed the prayer, but they're mean. Or they're, they're thoughtless, or they're greedy. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that's not beautiful. That's not attractive. But they're failing to learn something. The grace of God is teaching them something, and they're not listening. I promise. The grace of God, this amazing grace that you don't earn, is teaching you. Are you listening? Are you learning? Holy Spirit, that's that to me, that would be the voice of the Spirit. He speaks, and I'm like, oh, I'm the one that's still messed up. I'm the one that's still being selfish. I still, I still want money. Like, it's not I need money to pay bills. I still want it. Like, what? God, I said I loved you. God, I still have, I'm still overrun with lustful thoughts. God, I'm still... Character produces, yields experience. So that go through, go through, go through, go through, go through, go through. Get what God has for you to get out of that experience. Don't miss it. Get what God has for you. Let God speak. Let him speak. Let him speak. And then it comes out in Romans 5, 5, to the love of God is gushing out of our heart. I, I'm going to say something, and I don't know if you can... And I mean this. I do not know if you can, if I can, if I ha if you can he hear what I'm saying. And I hope you can. I do hope you can. Because I think, I think if you can hear it, I believe there's great potential for God to just explode. And the love of God gushes out of our hearts. That's where you want to be. You might not know it yet. If you don't know it yet, ask, ask him to teach you. Because that is where you want to go. That's what heaven's like. The love of God gushing. The love of God, this ferocious, this, this powerful element. So for God so loved the world, he sent his son to get beaten to death. To get stuff out of me, to make a way for you and me to become his children. So... I want to give you an application, and it's not an easy application. If you made a list of your mourning, M-O-U-R-N, mourning pile, your mourning list, I mourned over, I grieved over, this is a great sorrow to me. If you make a list, have you gotten from that list, if you make that list, so really I am suggesting you make a list. 
Have you gotten all that God has to say about that list? And if you haven't, I'm just telling you, you missed something that's really important to where you are today and where you're going tomorrow. You've missed something. Because he wants to turn your, your mourning. He wants to turn it. And if it hasn't turned, if you just outgrew it, if you shut it up or you put it away, but you didn't actually see it turn, you didn't get the exchange, and you're being robbed. And so when you look and in your secret place where, you, where, where all of us have a secret place where we sometimes finally get honest and we say, I'm not doing so good today. <laughs> you know, or whatever it is we say, we say, That's not going, I'm not, it's not going very well. Or is this it? I mean, what a thing. All the things I've been through in life and sometimes I could still look in the mirror and say, is this it? Like, was all of it for this? And Holy Spirit reminds me, no, there's much more. You're the limitation, not me. I'm not limiting you. You're limiting you. Don't limit you. Let me in to every part of your heart. And I'm saying there's a, a place to start is your mourning list. Because it would be a place that you probably, it's pretty clear to you, at least a lot of them, and are pretty memorable to you in some ways. So you could say, so you could take it and you could just say, have I let God into all of that? Have I heard God comment on that? Have I heard what he says? You can't rewrite history, but you can learn from it. You can't rewrite what's, what happened. You can't, you can't go back and, and just like, okay, we're, we're, I'm going to have a different experience. But you can have an experience now with God that speaks to that and that puts it in perspective and that turns it into, that turns that grave into a garden. I believe today there's some of us that would love to have that garden. Like, I would love to have that garden. That's like the garden. If God's going to plant a garden in me, that could be a pretty beautiful place. I mean, that could be really like anything can grow in God's garden. Any good thing can grow in a God's garden. Beautiful things grow. Nothing is, Connie, nothing is wasted. That's good words, my sister. And that's exactly, I just so bear witness, she shared that in, the, in that share time. She edified me. So, and that was, that was uh, and I'm edifying you. Nothing is wasted. If we could stand it, that, that our um, debris, the enemy has danced on us. In my, in my bad experiences, my heartbreakers, there's a lot of lying that goes on in those about who you are and who you're not, and about who God is and who he isn't. Lying. And, and we don't know it, but we carried a lot with us. We got tough like we were told to. We, st we, we stepped out of it. We stepped forward. We closed the door on it. We did all that stuff. And then it turns out that there's a part of us stuck in there that's saying, let me out. Let me out. Let me out. I want a healing. Let me out. Let me out. Bring my healing. Where's my healing? Jesus' name. Let's stand together. In the As a doorway there, 
If you have communion, I welcome you. Surely he bore my griefs and carried my sorrows. We know it's true. He said so, Isaiah 53. Thank you, Jesus. So here's what I want to do. I want to just, just kind of... He's my bread. We have this little symbol, this little wafer, whatever, whatever you've got there. If you're out in line, you could have bread, you could have crackers, you could have something. He gave thanks. He broke it. He said, he said, gave thanks to God. So God, and I thank you that Jesus has touched the depths of every grief and every sorrow. The whole thing. And the God whose name among many is the word of God who has precious thoughts and words for each and every one of us wants us to so partake of him that our mourning has become that garden. That our ashes have truly become beautiful. We're not being sold a bill of goods, but we know it. Yes. My heart was broken. Yes. People have done awful things to me or I've done awful things to people or both. So Lord, you're the bread. You are the one who bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. We accept that exchange and we accept it in the hope that you're, ex that in the belief that you're accepting us as well and that we're becoming bread in your hands. So let's partake of that bread together. In Jesus' name. He took the cup. He said his blood was shed. You aren't earning a thing. I'm not earning a thing. He paid for it. I didn't. But I accept what he paid for. I accept the call. I accept that his blood, his bloodshed has bought me. For you are bought at a price. I accept that he's bought me. I hope you can. I challenge you to. I had to grow into it. it it's just the saying those words brought out how much I didn't trust him. And I had to w walk through it and keep, keep coming back to it. There was still... I was still needing to bring him into more stuff. I still am, I think. So in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God. Like Jesus said, this is the new covenant in my blood. It means that, it means that you, God, have accepted us in Christ. That we put ourselves in Christ by the drawing of the Spirit, by the work of the Spirit. But we accept, we are in Christ and you accept us in Christ completely it's completely right. It's perfect for us to be sons and daughters. It's perfect. And we accept all that that means, and we yearn for you to continue to grow us into it. In Jesus' name, let's partake together. I thank you so much, God, that you have given promises, and I believe those promises have stirred hearts today. And that promises that, that you 
God are Emmanuel, really, through Christ in us, you are Emmanuel, God with us. And God with us means that we get God, that we get God for everything, that there is no disappointment that we just do alone. There's nothing that we have to do alone or be alone. There may be consequences, but part of the fruit of what you've done is that in the consequences, I can be transformed, become more like you, partake of you, and then see the glory of God and be a, be a son, be a daughter, be a child of God and live like that and nothing can take it away from me. Nothing can separate us from your heart anymore. And so we want that, so we just speak, God, and invite you in by your spirit to those separators, those things that make us, lead us to believe that we're still separate. They must come down. We have a choice. We have a vote in that. And so I, we're agreeing with you in the name of Jesus. Come down walls. Come down walls. Come down walls. And let, and let more of your holy exchange come alive in us. This whole, this great exchange where we get more of you. Where we used to have hurt and sorrow and bondage. And if you want prayer, if you need prayer for that kind of thing, please, Holy Spirit's talking Sheep, lambs, know his voice. If he's talking, do I need to get prayer today, Holy Spirit? Then you better do it, okay? In Jesus' name, God bless you. Have a great day.